Hello, hello, hello. We are in season four of the Chasing Dreams podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone who has been down for the ride, okay? I've learned a lot. I hope you've learned a lot. I've heard you've laughed a lot, okay? Get a few jokes in here or there. But most importantly, I hope you walked away with gems. Now, season four is going to be a little bit different. We are going from a seasonal podcast to a year-round podcast. So that means every Tuesday, I want you to check in with the Chasing Dreams podcast, okay? Now, with that being said, I'm not just going to fill up your timeline with needless information. Every episode will be jam-packed with some amazing content. Some content may be bonus episodes, some may be interviews, some may be one-on-one conversations. So make sure you are tuned in for the Chasing Dreams podcast. And as always, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a genuine rating and view, share this episode with someone who needs to hear it, and most importantly, follow me on all social media platforms at Tierra Nicole Riley. Now, let's get into these episodes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Chasing Dreams podcast. So today, we are talking about self-care as a new mom. So y'all know, y'all know, I love self-care. At one point in my life, I felt like I was the queen of self-care. But baby, it is a whole new ball game. Being a new mother, um, getting adjusted to what life looks like as a new mother. However, however, I will I will say on a very public platform that I still believe self care is necessary, and honestly, I feel like self care is even more important now that I'm a mother than it was when I was just regular old tier. The reason I feel like it's more important now is because when I'm in a good space, I can be a better mother. My daughter needs the best version of her parents. And for her mother specifically, because um, that's the only person I can I, I'm, I can control, right? Like that's the only human that I have control over. But for me, I'm a better mother when I'm rested, when I'm cared for, and when I have time for myself, okay? So um, one of the things that you hear as you're becoming a mother, like when you're expecting it, you know, people are like, oh, you know, this is the, the last days that are about you and, you know, soon things will be all about the baby and, you know you're almost encouraged to like spend as much time as you can take care taking care of yourself because once the baby gets here you no longer matter 
I do not agree with that rhetoric. I think that rhetoric is very dangerous. Um, and I think that rhetoric is very um, unproductive. I think we definitely need to encourage mothers, particularly particularly new moms, we need to encourage them to practice self-care regularly because it makes you a better human, which therefore makes you a better mother. And I feel like when you sacrifice self-care on behalf of your child, it builds up a level of resentment towards a human who didn't even ask to be here, right? So today I want to talk about what self-care has looked like as I've transitioned into mommyhood and how I've been trying to find balance between being um, a new mom as well as making sure that I'm still caring for myself. Um, And in the next couple episodes, I am going to talk about postpartum depression and what that has looked like for me. But I have realized that when I slip away from taking care of myself regularly, um, in the name of being super mom, it has triggered postpartum depression, as opposed to when I make an effort to take care of myself, to spend time for me, and you know, to do all of the things. Like, yes, my daughter is going to be good. I'm going to make sure that she's good, right? But I also have to make sure I'm good, too. Um, so today I'm going to talk about self-care and then in the next couple episodes, we'll talk about postpartum depression, some of what I've experienced so far and how I think I can prevent that moving forward. But, um, one understanding self-care, right? So if you're new to self-care in general, um, understand that I love talking about self-care, but I don't talk about it from a stance of an expert because you are the expert in you. And self-care is self-love. And I know we hear that phrase a lot, but really what that means is you are loving you. I cannot tell you how to love you because self-care is a very personal experience and it's about understanding what works for you. So as a new mom, I've just been finding new ways to do what works for me. And understanding the adjustments that need to be made. Um, so I still stick to my uh, massages every three weeks. Um, I've been getting my hair and nails done regularly. Because when you look good, you feel good. Okay? Come on, somebody. Um, you know, spending days where I'm just getting dressed. And <laughs> there would be days where my partner's like, you going into the office? Or where are you going? And I'm like, I just needed to look good today. Like, thanks. But, you know, like sometimes you just have to get dressed. Um, So even though I work from home primarily um, at this juncture, I still need to feel good, right? And so part of that is getting dressed sometimes. So doing that, um, taking naps. Oh my God. And uh, if you follow me on my personal social media, um, which I'm not going to put out there publicly, but if you happen to, you know I reference uh, my daughter as my favorite cuddle buddy And we take naps all the time. Um, But I've also learned that taking a nap by myself is is a part of that self-care routine as well. So, you know, not always rushing to feel like I have to be the one to, like, care for her. And finding that balance and understanding she does live in a two-parent household. I don't have to do everything. 
it's okay. She has a father who is home. Well, I mean, he works some days in the office. Um, but in her home, she has a father who loves her, who cares for her, and is more than capable of taking care of her. So I have to find that balance and say, I don't have to be, you know, the one to always have her. And so finding that balance. Um, so my daughter, she gets breast milk, but she's bottle fed. So that for me has been a great uh, pressure release because it's not like every time she's hungry, I have to be the one to feed her um, because the milk's already made. I pump, it's in the bag or it's in the bottle, ready to go. Boom, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I don't have to be stressed about like pulling out a booze every time she's hungry because that girl can eat. Okay. She can eat, but she's been on the bottle since the hospital. So that has been um, a huge part of my self-care. People are like, oh, you should try again. And da, da, da. And while I believe there are health benefits to getting breast milk, and I've been very intentional about doing my, she's about 95% uh, breast milk her entire life. Um, there have been a few moments where she's had formula, but it's been because my production levels um, kind of just wavered and I just didn't have milk to give her. So she got to eat something. Um, and there have been plenty of people who are like, oh, you should try and breastfeed again. And, you know, it's okay if she didn't lash the first time and da, da, da. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't even worth the, um, mental and emotional experience for me. And she's getting breast milk, right? So she's getting the nutritional value. Um, but I also have to balance if I'm stressed and exhausted because I have to pull out a boob every time she's hungry and the girl gets hungry often. That stress is then being passed through the breast milk. So is it really worth it being that I did not have a natural transition to breastfeeding? So if you can, great, cool, makes sense, right? But then you also have to think about like going back to work, getting back to a normal routine. And although pumping is not fun, it's a very daunting task. Um, my daughter is not obligated to my boob. And so other people can feed her. Uh, we can go, like we went on vacation at the six week point, um, which I have a whole episode dedicated to that coming up soon. But we were able to do that because she was used to the bottle and I had breast milk stored up because I was then transitioned to a point where I was producing more than she needed. Great. Um, and little things like that really have contributed to my self-care as a mother. But I have also been making sure that I'm still journaling, right? I'm um, actively involved in my therapeutic relationship. Uh, for the first uh, six or so weeks of, uh, you know, postpartum, I was having sessions weekly just to make sure that I had a regular check-in system going. Um, I have since gone back to bi-weekly sessions, but with the understanding that if things get too dark, she's a text away. I could be like, listen, I need you. Can we book something? You know, whatever. But I have a standing bi-weekly appointment with my, my mental health therapist. I have massage appointments scheduled every three weeks. I get my nails done uh, about two to three weeks. I get my hair done as needed. Um, 
and just making sure that I feel good and I make an effort to journal. Um, I used to journal every morning, but you know, some mornings are not an option. So again, just giving myself that flexibility. Um, and in a previous episode, we talked about mommy grace, right? Like that's a huge part of my self-care experience now. Making sure that I'm giving myself grace to allow whatever it is is. And so as I stated earlier, I work home primi- from home primarily and my partner very often goes into work physically. And so on the days where I'm home alone, I give myself that grace to say, you know what? I'm not working today. Um, and today was actually one of those days. But now that she's asleep, I'm like, you know, I could knock out a couple of things and, and be OK with that. Um, but it's really just giving myself the grace to be able to just do what I need to do. So self-care. If you are new to self-care, my biggest suggestion is to do some exploration and figure out what works for you. However, also think about your love languages. So the love language that you have, that you've received love from other people, think about ways that you um, receive love, right? And give yourself that same love. So my top two love languages are quality time and acts of service. So if I'm not spending time with me, I'm not loving myself. If I am not taking, so when I do things like getting my hair done, getting my nails done, going to get a massage, those are acts of service for me, right? When I take a nap, when I'm journaling, when I, even when I'm doing therapy, that is quality time with Tierra. So really think about what your love languages are and make an effort to explore self-care ideas that look like how you receive love and find a way to give yourself that same love. Um, But definitely do some exploration, see what you like, see what you don't like, see what you enjoy, etc. And kind of just go from there. Um, Definitely. So make sure you follow me on all social media platforms, but I really want to hear from you guys. What does self-care as a new mom look like for you? So hit me up at Tierra Nicole Riley on your favorite social media platform and let me know what are some self-care ideas for yourself that you either implement, you want to do better at implementing. Um, Maybe I could borrow some of your ideas, right? Um, So let's start that conversation at Tierra Nicole Riley on all social media platforms. What are your self-care techniques, either as an individual or especially as a new mom? Talk to you later, guys. Are you hosting an event and looking for a dynamic speaker to add to your lineup? If so, look no further. My name is Tierra Nicole, and I am a motivational speaker, and I just might be the speaker for you. I love to speak on topics such as women's empowerment, leadership development, surviving grief from miscarriage or any kind of loss, really. And how do you move forward with the pain and struggles of life? And my favorite subject, self-care. If you are interested in learning more about me and seeing some of my past speaking engagements, please visit tiaranicolereilly.com slash speaker. Again, that's tiaranicolereilly.com slash speaker. Thanks, guys. Look forward to hearing from you soon.